0: What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the Just Realized podcast. It's Katie here. I'm super, super pumped for you guys to be on this journey with me today. So if you've been listening, last week was all about how to manifest through our style. And I think a key part of manifestation and the part that a lot of us can't wrap our heads around, or maybe this is just me, is how to really embody and act as if the things that we want are already in our lives, right? It's really, really, really hard as the irrational humans that we are to act like something exists when it doesn't, and we have no fucking way of knowing how it's supposed to. And that's what last week's episode for me is all about, because I really believing, believe in the way we dress and how we can dress as a big part of embodiment for what we're manifesting. So I am hot on manifesting right now. I've been hot on it for a while. I've started to see a little theme pop up on the podcast. We keep bringing people on and we keep talking about this. Even last week, the week before last, when uh, the Money Mindset episode I did with Chiyama, we talked about manifesting money. So we're going to continue with a theme today. If you haven't checked out the Money Mindset episode with Chiyama, check it out. It's really good. We talked about feeling good so you can manifest money and ways to love up on your money. If you haven't checked out last week's episode on how to dress to manifest and like just super tangible steps that you can implement today to feel fucking empowered and powerful. Check that out. And we're going to continue this conversation on manifesting today with Sasha Davis. So Sasha's actually been on the podcast before. She is like a manifestation and lifestyle coach. She's a queen. I love her so much. And I've told this story a thousand times and I've probably told it on the podcast Sasha is the person I called and she did not know me from fucking anybody, but someone had given me a recommendation and I said, hi, my name is Katie. I want to start a podcast. We have a mutual friend that says you run a podcast and I'm scared shitless and I just want someone to like talk it through with me. And she was like, sure, schedule some time. And she spent like 30 or 45 minutes letting me just pummel her with questions and she answered everything and it really kind of gave me the confidence to move forward. And I say that because I love... Sasha's story and just the change in the shift that she's had in her life right I think Sasha's really really relatable and a lot of us that are new to manifesting and kind of like figuring out how to be our higher selves and like what the fuck that even means Sasha really has a way of breaking that down for you because she tells a story of like who she was and how she had this attitude of like, fuck everything, fuck everybody, how she always talks about how she had this really outward facing confidence, and then how she really started to invest in herself and grow and shape as a person, and how she really started to begin to develop that inward confidence, and I relate to that so, so much. When you have a big, bold personality, people naturally assume that you have this, like, depth or never-ending pool of fucking self-confidence. And we all know that people that have the bigger personalities, it's really easy to hide that or just use your personality to hide what you're really feeling inside. And that's why I really relate with Sasha's story, because I've felt that way too so many times. And I love her energy. There's not very many people that I feel like are bigger or bolder than me. So when I meet people like that, I love them because I love being on the receiving end of really big energy because I don't feel like I get that opportunity enough. So today in the interview, that's what I'm bringing you is Sasha's Really, really practical, tangible steps on how to make manifesting easy, and like how to step into that, and just where to start, and what it means. And I just think her delivery, her tone, the way she moves, her she's so fucking relatable to so many people. I love the way she delivers manifestation and why you should start using it to create the life that you want now, and the strategies and tools to take that inspired action to day. So, check out today's episode. Sasha is amazing. Um, I don't know what else to say about her. You know, she's been doing this for a really long time. I've really enjoyed watching her journey unfold. And I think you'll get a ton out of today's episode. There's lots of laughs. She keeps it a thousand percent real. There's lots of banging on the table when she's getting excited and it all comes through. So make sure you check out today's episode. If you haven't, please rate, review and share the podcast with a friend. I would be forever grateful for you. And if you have not checked out the new website, make sure you check it out at katiejuststyled.com. I launched my new freebie on there, ladies. So, It's all about getting in sync with your style and matching it up to the phases of your cycle or the moods in your life and what you're really trying to express outwardly or inwardly to yourself and the messages that we're trying to communicate in the world so that we can manifest the life that we want. So check that out, listen to the episode, and without further ado, I bring you my interview with Sasha Davis enjoy all right guys welcome back to the podcast i'm super excited today i'm super excited for our guests and i'm super excited for our topic today i am bringing you sasha davis she is a life and business coach and it's actually her second time on the podcast and she is one of the big big reasons i ever started a podcast and i know i tell the story all the time but it is part of the journey But she is a manifestation mastermind and I really, really look up to her in this space. So I wanted to bring her on the podcast today to really lean into talking to us about um, manifestation and what that means because it's really, really helped me to get where I am. And I know everyone's been like, how the fuck did you just start a business out of the air? It's all this stuff that Sasha talks about all the time. So I really wanted to bring her on. Thank you so much for being here today. No,
1: I'm stoked. I love talking about this stuff. And just before we hit record, I know we were talking a little bit about the manifestation challenge that I was running last week and and how energy and vibration and frequency it all affects, you know, who who you are. How you show up, the things that you attract into your life, the things that you allow. I mean, when I found, and I, I'm sure we'll dive into this, but I mean, when I found law of attraction, uh, it was 2008, and I thought it was a bunch of hocus pocus. You know, like I, you know what I mean. I was like, whatever, this is total BS. Like, get out of here. This shits for the birds. But then I uh, started, you know, diving a little bit deeper into it, and all of a sudden things started coming to me attracting to me and I was like no way and then ever since then it's just been like a fascination of mine of like how good can it get you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. Cause I feel the same exact way. Like even when I launched my podcast and people were like, just let it go and just follow the breadcrumbs. I was like, shut the fuck up. If one more people says, follow the breadcrumbs, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I was like, I need a plan and I need to know today what it is. And that's why I'm excited to bring you on because when I people say that it's really hard when someone's already kind of hit the point where you think you want to be mm-hmm. for them to say things to you that don't feel tangible enough. Like for people, like I'm a type three Enneagram, right? Like the achiever, like I would need a box to check. Cause I be- I feel like that's the only way to get it done. So can you start just like a little bit of the background stuff and then get us into um, how you got to manifestation, and then I want to start talking about the things that you're attracting. How you've turned it into a game, and I've been like binging your podcast the last couple of weeks on the challenge and everything you're doing. So I have some re- like we were joking before the call, like I have some very specific questions just for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to these. I'm looking forward, to but I'm gonna go with I know that if I need it, everyone else needs it, and I'm gonna use my Aquarius energy on that one. So I love that. Start with you.
1: Well, it's funny that you say Enneagram three. I'm actually an Enneagram eight with a seven, so I'm the Challenger. So, like naturally, like I question everything. There's like that inner rebel in me. But then the next one is the Enthusiast. So I'm always looking for a party and ways to have fun, which I think is why I love teaching so much about manifestation because it's kind of like an outside of the box technique. It's not really something that many people. Uh, know what it is or even accept what it is and so i think that's where kind of like i'm like ooh okay i'm up for a challenge right and so what law of attraction is is basically just the concept of like attracts like what you focus on you get more of and so how i like to break that down is i think of Whatever you are putting out into the universe is like a boomerang, okay? So if I'm putting hate out into the world, I'm going to get hate back. If I'm putting um, love out into the world, I'm going to get love back. And so any thought, action, feeling that you're throwing out into the world is exactly what you're going to get back tenfold, right? And so law of attraction is just that. It's, it's a energy boomerang, if you will, mm-hmm. And so people will, they tend to overcomplicate the law of attraction. They think if they just change their thoughts, that that is going to change their life. And it's so much deeper than that because I thought too, you know, because affirmations are a huge part of law of attraction. They say, oh, just say the things that you want and they'll magically attract to you. Well... I like to think of every person, every human being has two selves. We have our mind self, which is the self that defaults to negative. Like, is this possible? Can this happen? Blah, 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 blah. It's that one that like goes into fight, flight, or freeze to keep us safe, right? And then we have our soul self, which is like our highest self, our most badass inner self. And that self is the one that's like, this is what I want. This is what I desire. This is how I want to live my life. But then our mind self kicks in and is like, that's not possible. That's not this. That's not that. And so manifestation really comes from that soul self, that emotional being within you. Not so much this monkey mind, right? And so kind of the series of events is, yes, you have to change your thoughts, right? But you have to change the emotions. You have to emotionally feel like you have already achieved or acquired whatever it is that you desire most in life. And based on that emotion, you will have a response, an actual action that you take based on that emotion. So if you're happy, you're going to take different actions than if you're angry or if you're sad. Right? A lot of times when we're in a state of um, fight, flight, or freeze, or anger or depression, we'll make choices that we later for or that we later regret. And so when we can get in a state of like happiness, abundance, joy, bliss, we make better choices, better actions. And our reality, our physical reality, is developed based on those actions that we've taken, okay? So it starts with a belief system, which is basically a thought, okay? And you are not your thoughts. You are actually able to rewire your thoughts. Think of thoughts as like clouds passing by. You don't go out and overanalyze every single cloud in the sky or think of thoughts as like blinking your eye or taking breaths. You know, you can bring awareness to blinking your eyes. You can bring awareness to your breath, but a lot of times you just do it unconsciously. It's part of human nature. Same thing with thoughts, yet we let ourselves run away with these thoughts, even though they're not technically us. They're just things we're thinking to keep our brain active. Okay. So, when you can bring conscious awareness and choose better feeling thoughts, then the emotions come, then you take better actions, and then the reality sets in. And so, through this process, we can raise our vibration, raise our frequency. And when you're at a level of joy, bliss, abundance, you will attract in, you know, going back to that like, attract, like. You'll attract in other things that vibrate at that level. So that's kind of like a very high level of what law of attraction is. But I like to break it down into steps because it's more than just writing affirmations on a piece of paper. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just gonna sit on my couch and dream about winning the lottery. It's like the number one thing I hear. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. all right, except for as soon as you say that, you probably have limiting beliefs, you probably have self-doubt, you probably didn't you get you probably didn't get your ass off the couch to go buy the lottery ticket, right? You know what I mean? And so that's where there's this whole chain of events that has to happen before the manifestation occurs. And one of the simplest analogies that I can give you is for those of us who book like your favorite vacation, right? You're like, I'm going to Hawaii, I'm going to Costa Rica, I'm going to Mexico, you get online, you book the trip and immediately you're excited. You're not in Mexico yet. You're not in Hawaii yet. You're not in Costa Rica yet or wherever your dream vacation is. Yet you start to take actions and feel the joy as if you're already there. You know what I mean? And so it's like, how do we get into that state of joy and excitement? Like it's already happening, even though you're not physically there yet. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. It's kind of like some of my mom sometimes jokes about the anticipation of something like the buildup is more exciting than the actual event. Because like, say like the week before your vacation, you're like, Oh my God, I'm on vacation next week. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that feeling is so amazing. Sometimes just knowing that it's coming. And for For purposes of this conversation, we're going to talk about Hawaii because I'm manifesting Hawaii next year. And I know you've manifested Hawaii in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Totally manifested Hawaii, but you're right. And so
1: it's also human nature that as soon as we achieve that goal or that want or that desire, that we immediately want more. Mm -hmm. We're immediately on to the next thing. And so this is where people get in the habit of Someday when, or I'll be happy when or this will happen when. Yes. And it's that's that's total bullshit because there's people who say like, well, when I have more time, when I have more energy, when I have more money, when I get to retirement, when I do this, when I do that, and I just say, yeah, if you get into that mindset of someday, when, You'll continually have that mindset of someday when. So if you're putting someday when out into the universe, you'll constantly stuck in a state of someday when, and you'll never be happy. You'll never be present. And so this is where people get in the comparison mode. They're like, oh, so-and-so's grass is always greener. You're constantly chasing that carrot. And so law of attraction is very like, be present here, be present now, be grateful now. Create those healthy habits in your life now so that when you get to this place, you can actually enjoy it, experience it without having to right away move on to the next thing.
0: That's re- really, really, really good advice. That was my deepest, darkest place, I think, was when I'd realized that I had checked every box. Mm-hmm. that I thought that would always make me happy and there was nothing left to check or do or there was nothing left wrong quote-unquote with my life why the hell was I dead inside or hollow inside and birth the, this podcast <laughs> 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 but let's back it up one minute because I really love your energy and I think you're the perfect person to teach this because Of your attitude um, being so big and like that rebel and it goes against the grain a little bit where people start to take something like this and like, oh, it's hocus pocus. It's magic. Tell me, do you remember the first thing that you ever manifested? Like, do you remember the first time you were like, I'm going to try this out because I'm really trying to manifest a hundred dollar bill by my tree out back and it's not happening, Sasha. (laughs) (laughs)
1: But that's the thing is sometimes we get, there's two types of manifestation I have found throughout like this decade plus that I've been teaching it. And there's those who are perfectionists, those overachievers where like they have to be, it has to be this, it has to be this. And so you get too specific that if it doesn't happen this exact way, you're actually blocking all of the other opportunities for a hundred dollar bill to show up in your life. You know what I mean? Or we have the people who are too vague on the other hand, where they're like, Man, whatever you know, I just want to be this, and then they're not clear enough on what they want to draw things into their life. And so, my first my first experience with law of attraction. Okay, so I was I was in college. I was at university, and I was in this philosophy class. Um, I'm a psych major. I double majored. I did all the you know, I, like you, I was checking all the boxes, right? Um, not necessarily, I mean, I love the human brain. I love how it works, like dissecting that kind of stuff and like people's thoughts and patterns and belief systems and past lives and all that stuff. Like, I just fascinated by it. But, anyways, I had to take this philosophy class. I wasn't too keen on it, but I needed to do it in order to, you know, graduate or whatever. And so the teacher was like, hey, I have this movie that I want you guys to watch. And it was um, called The Secret. For those of you who are familiar with Law of Attraction, you've probably heard of it. If not, literally go to YouTube and watch The Secret. And so when I was watching this movie, The Secret, they don't really go into the who, what, where, when, why, how. They just share success stories of people using the Law of Attraction, right? And so that's where I was like, wow, this is just a bunch of bullshit. Like these are just people who got lucky, like they just had things handed to them. I'm sure, you know, they all come from wealthy families, like I had all these beliefs, right? But afterwards, after watching that video, our professor goes, "Okay, I need you to come up with a list of 10 things that you desire in your life, and you're going to go find images for those things and put them on a poster board, and that's your homework." <laughs> I was pissed. I was like, are you shitting me? Like I'm paying like 15 grand a year plus to go to school here. And you want me to cut out pictures on a magazine? Like, are you serious right now? But I did it. And on there, um, was like a new boyfriend. Um, and I know this sounds really, I was in my early twenties. Um, and yeah, I was in my early twenties. I had, um, only one real relationship and it went South, like very South. I was with this dude for like two years and um, anyways, we broke up and I, I'm not really like the, type to be with somebody so i was just like well whatever i'm like not doing anything with dudes and i took like a two-year break to the point where like people thought i was into girls because they're like sasha like you haven't even like like any dude that would come up to me i'm like get away from me like i don't have time for this shit but at the same time like i wanted to find that my person right um So, my person was on there, a new car was on there, a puppy was on there, just things like that. You know, Mm -hmm. like as I was early 20s, like that was what was important to me. I think there was um, my Florida vacation was on there. So, I had like a bunch of like palm trees and all kinds of stuff on there. And, anyways, within a year, I shit you not, everything on that board happened. I met um, my now husband, um, which was really funny because about two weeks after I did this vision board, this was before like Tinder and all that stuff. And I wasn't really into social media i thought that was all for the birds too i I didn't really get into that kind of stuff but i had a couple of friends that were down visiting um staying at my place when i was at um college and they were going through facebook through all these dudes and they were like you know swipe like call dibs on one that you see basically (laughs) that is great (laughs) Shame you not, my husband pops up and I just happened to glance over and I was like, ooh, dibs on that one. But he was dating somebody at the time and I was like, eh, it won't last. It won't last. Six months from now, that guy's mine. And literally like six months later, I met him and we have been together ever since. And that was in 2009. And now we're working on baby number three. Baby number three will be here in uh, July. But it's just funny, you know, when I ended up getting the exact same dog that i wanted i ended up going to florida that february um which was funny because i didn't think it was going to happen and because there was this big giant snowstorm and the roads were closed, they told people, do not travel. And I said, screw it. Grab my friend, grab my bags, put it in four wheel drive. And we drove two hours to the airport, which ended up being like six hours to the airport. But we sure as shit ended up in Florida. So everything on that vision board happened. And I didn't realize it till about a year later when that vision board resurfaced. Cause it wasn't like I looked at it, I just did it and kind of set it aside. And I went back and I looked at it and I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Everything on here has happened in less than a year. And my mind was blown. And so from there, I just binged everything, Law of Attraction. Like From that point on, I was like,
0: this is insanity. That's so, awesome. I was going to ask, like, did you have the vision board up? Did you do anything with it? Oh, hope that's I said crazy. it and forget it. I did it.
1: And I mean, kind of it was in the back of my mind because every now and then I'd be like, oh yeah, that's right. I want this thing. So like, the thoughts would occasionally pop in, but... No, I didn't look at it on a daily basis. I mean, hell, it went in a folder, in a binder, in a backpack for, you know, about a year. And then I transferred schools. And so I was going through all my stuff and I found it. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And so it like all came flooding back to me. And so I think I had these like unconscious beliefs because every now and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I want this dog. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm booking a vacation. Oh, yeah, that's right. I want that guy. So like every now and then, Things would like pop into my head, but it wasn't like I intentionally visualized this stuff every day. And so I probably could have manifested even quicker had I been more intentional. But I think a lot of times we get so hung up on the the who, what, where, when, why, how that we put too much pressure and resistance on it that we can push it farther away. So this is where people are like, I have to have this promotion. I have to have this specific car. I have to have this. And you build up so much pressure, so much resistance that you're actually pushing it farther away. So there's different law of attraction techniques and one of them is the manifestation jar or a manifestation letter or, you know, create a vision board and don't look at it for six months. I don't know. But you can write down your intentions and put them in the jar. Just like if you're like placing an order with a pizza placing an order with the universe, right? This is what I want. I'm going to put it over here. Now it's your responsibility. I'm just going to sit back and take inspired action as it falls into my lap.
0: I love that. So really quick, because this is all about you, but I have a very similar story to like the beginning of last year, I was doing my March 2020 goals in February, mind you. So like March 2020 hadn't actually physically happened yet. (laughs) And one of my goals was to be self-employed by the time I was 40 because I just turned 39. And so that was like a big milestone for me. And I wrote that on this board that I will not erase to this day because that was right before the pandemic hit. Then the pandemic hit. I never went back and updated the board because the fucking pandemic hit. So all those goals in my mind were trash (laughs) because I was like, this is stupid. Like none of this is going to happen now because the pandemic like, you know, uprooted life as you knew it, much less any goal you thought you had. Exactly. It was lots of pivoting and... what tons tons and then I lost my job and then what do you know before the end of the year I'm officially self-employed and I went back in that room one time and I saw it on the whiteboard and I was like oh shit I manifested being self-employed by the time I was 40 without doing anything without like you were saying like whatever that daily thing is that people get into so definitely want to get into the resistance piece of it but I also want to get into like The daily practices, because I do think there's some like daily practices that you can do to expand or to raise your vibration so that you can even get into that state. And then I do want to talk about like being a little bit less specific because thanks to you, I have been writing down my goals, but I keep putting or better or quicker or more. Yes. (laughs) That's like the biggest thing that I
1: think people get so specific that, you know, I could, I could wish for, you know, a a trip to Hawaii. I'm going on Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii, but it has to be this and it has to be this and it has to Mm -hmm. be this and it has to be this. And then I block all these other opportunities that could potentially be better opportunities. Right. And so I like to add at the end of whatever affirmation, thought, belief, whatever, this or better, this or something better, this or more, you know, because then you're not really like closing yourself off. And I don't really think there's any like right or wrong way. I think sometimes people get in their own head about like, it has to be this. The biggest thing, the number one thing with law of attraction is the feeling behind the thing you desire. The emotional response that your body has when you think about the thing you desire, that is the number one thing. So, if you can find a way to have that internal shift, that's where things change. Okay. And so if you look at like the emotional vibration scale, um, you can look this up. It's law of attraction, emotional guidance scale, Abraham Hicks guidance scale. I mean, there's a ton of them. Um, you can even buy the law of attraction planner. It literally has them in there. And so you just kind of ask yourself on a daily basis and I'll kind of go through it here. I have that planner. It's amazing. It is. It's awesome. And I found this well four years ago, maybe. I wish I would have found it sooner, but hey, it is what it is. And so, like on here, we have depression, anger, blame, frustration, hope, enthusiasm, and bliss. And so I think a lot of times people try to go from depression to bliss. And that's a huge step. Like that is a huge step. There's not anything that's just gonna like snap your fingers. and gift you in a constant state of bliss 100% of the time it's daily practices. And so I think this is kind of what you're talking about here is how do we take daily steps to, you know, sustainably increase our vibration so that I can feel, you know, hope, joy, abundance, bliss, happiness, contentment, contentment more of the time. Okay. And so Sometimes even people will get upset with themselves when they hit a state of like anger, blame, frustration. And they're like, well, I'm not farther along. I'm not farther along. But they don't take a step back to see that like, well, they've already come up four steps from their depression. And so that is huge. Like if you're feeling anger over depression, that is an entirely different emotional vibration. You've already climbed the scale, like keep going. You know, And the next is where you can start to feel like worried and anxious and things like that. And so like, when you can go from anger to like worried, that's another step. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so really paying attention to where you're at on that emotional guidance scale can be huge. You don't have to just go from zero to 60. It's not this all or nothing. And so sustainably, what you can do, there's so many things you can do to raise your vibration. Um, I like to go off of like the the miracle morning routine. Um, And it, it doesn't have to be in the morning. I just typically your brain is more susceptible to change your beliefs when you first wake up in the morning before you're hit with other people's energy basically before you start absorbing other people's energy and so this is why it's so crucial to have 5 or 10 minutes to yourself i mean if you can have an hour or 2 hours to yourself uh, incredible do it but even in, in just a quick 5 or 10 minutes to like set your day up for success can really shift how you think act and feel throughout the whole day okay So every night when you go to bed, it's basically like a a reset for your brain, okay? And so what you can do first thing in the morning, um, I'm just going to go through like a list of things here and then we can dive into any which one of them a little bit deeper. So give you guys an idea. You can meditate, okay? And don't get hung up on the thought of meditation. I remember when first somebody told me to meditate, I was like... Get out of here. Like, I am not sitting cross-legged. I'm not chanting Om. <laughs> I'm not like no way in hell. Like, I'm not doing that. That's not me. That's weird. And so then me, the questioner, the challenger, I'm like, there's gotta be more than one way to meditate. You know? yeah. <laughs> and there is. And so meditation basically is just bringing awareness to your thoughts, quieting your mind, setting your intention for the day, having like one focus point versus letting your mind run wild. Okay, so it's like slowing things down. One of the biggest things you can do is just focus on your breath, literally counting your breath. Um, You can gaze into fire. You can be out in nature. You can go for meditation walks. You can listen to uh, pre-recorded meditations. One of my favorite apps is Insight Timer. I listen to it almost every day and it just depends on what kind of mood i'm in whether i want to listen to nature sounds whether i want to listen to you know drumming or chanting or a guided meditation and then there's sometimes where i'll just literally go sit out in outside in a lawn chair and just listen to nothing and just count my breaths you know it's like giving your a, it's like a brain break if yeah, you will yeah. you know people understand it when they Think of the physical body, like your your physical body needs to rest every night, but we don't necessarily like shut off our brains or give our brains like a rest or a breather. Um, And it's the same, it's the same thing. And so just meditation can be whatever you want it to be. But when you can slow down and create that space, you're removing the resistance, you're removing the negative thoughts. And that means that you're allowing space for the good things to be attracted to you. So if nothing else, meditation is just a way for you to clear the path for goodness to come into your I life. Like okay. Um, another thing you can do, I know we talked all about this in the beginning, is affirmations. And I have a different approach on affirmations than most people because I want you to embody the feeling You want to feel empowered. You want to feel confident. You want to feel happy when you say that statement. And so a lot of times people will say statements that don't necessarily make them feel any better or they'll say something that they want and it actually makes them feel worse. (laughs) So it's like, you know, they want to have this empowering statement because that's the thing that they desire. But again, they're going from zero to 60. They're trying to get from depression to bliss and they're actually pushing themselves farther away. They're adding more resistance, more tension, to that by not feeling that affirmation. And so I like to create working affirmations. It doesn't have to be this black or white. And so you can say, like, if you're working on paying down debt or you're working on financial freedom. And this is where uh, the words that we choose, the phrases that we choose in our affirmations can be very powerful. Because again, what you focus on, you get more of. So if you want to say, I want debt freedom, even though the word freedom is in there, debt is also in there. Okay. So it'd be like me telling you, don't think about a red truck. Don't think about a red truck. Stop thinking about a red truck. You're still going to think about it because I'm still saying it, right? So even though I'm saying debt freedom, I'm still saying debt. And so a lot of times we'll climb this corporate ladder or we'll start making more money, but we'll bring our debt right along with us. You know, So we're yeah, still yeah. working on the freedom, but the debt is piling up too. And so until we can change those beliefs, you're just going to keep raising new level, new devil, same problems, right? Mm-hmm. And so I say, reword it to where it is really what you're focusing on. And So if something like reducing debt is what you're working on, Maybe you're working on financial independence. Maybe you're working on financial freedom. Okay. And that just feels better. Like it feels less, like when you say debt, like debt can sound really harsh to some people. And so it's like, I have all of this debt, you know? And so the other thing is making it a working affirmation. So instead of saying, I am financially free by a specific day, time, year, whatever, you can say, I am working on my financial freedom. And that's just something that feels good because it's true. You can believe it, right? Yeah, and so that's yeah. the key here is that emotional response. Um, another thing is when people are working on like their physical fitness or their um, mental health, things like that. They'll say, "I am happy," but they'll say it when they're angry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're like, "I told you I'm happy. There's nothing wrong." And it's like. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> right. I felt that and that felt angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can feel that through the wall, sir.
1: <laughs> you know, and so it's like, okay, what would be something that's a little less intense that is more true than how that, than that is. Cause right now you're clearly not happy. And so you can say something like I'm working towards finding my inner happiness. I'm working on letting go of anger. I'm working on, you know, whatever that is, but making it just a little less all or nothing, you know, it's like a work in progress. Because again, as soon as you achieve that level of happiness, you're going to want to work on something else. What's next? (laughs) What's the next summit I need to climb? Yes, exactly. And so these working affirmations or these desires, um, I like to say are something that's like a continuous journey. It's not like this, okay, I have this thing and now I want to move on to the next thing. And even the things that we want, when we say, hey, I want a new car. Hey, I want a new house. A lot of times it's not the actual thing itself. It's how that thing will make us feel. Mm-hmm. And so this is where that emotional response is so crucial in the beginning, because again, once you get that house and you have that house for a while, you'll want to make changes to that house. Or once you drive that car for a while, you'll be like, eh, I want something new. Yeah,
0: that makes sense? Yep. Because eventually it all, the shine always wears off. So can I send you my affirmations and you check them for me? Because that would make me feel very validated and sane. <laughs> so that's the thing is where I'm like, okay, our, our, our whole society, our
1: whole culture has taught us to shut off our own intuition yeah. and we're always seeking that outward validation. And so one of the things that I do when I work with people is I'll have them like scale it on one to 10. Like, how does this make you feel? You know? And so, I mean, you can give me an example of one of your affirmations and then you can feel it. Does it feel expansive or does it feel restrictive? And so a lot of times I'll walk people through like a guided visualization or a guided meditation and I'll ask them like, well, what are you saying? Like, walk me through what this looked like and how does that feel? How would it feel if we did this? And so coming up with painting that picture and embodying that feeling and coming up with ways to tap back into that more often. And so there's kind of a process that you can do. But the biggest thing is like, does this make me feel empowered? When I say this, do I feel like possibility, opportunity, or do I feel like, who the fuck am I to do this? You yeah. know? And so that's that's the statement that I want is something that's going to leave you like cheerleading for yourself. Where you're like, yes. I can do this. Like this is possible. And you're not going to think that every single day, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you have thoughts of this isn't possible, I can't do this. I want you to let go of that affirmation, go back to grounding yourself right here, right now. So like this time of year, a really great thing that you can do is just literally take off your shoes, go outside, put your feet in the grass, look up to the sky and just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And go on a stream of gratitude for one to two minutes and hold those good feeling thoughts because that'll get you back into a place of a, of a neutral emotional vibration instead of like this negative, I can't, I can't, I can't. It'll automatically like raise you by grounding to the earth. It's like you're connecting your battery to the portal, right? It's like you're plugging in your phone because like people our nature humans are part of nature and so how do we recharge ourselves through sun through i mean there's all kinds of different mm-hmm. ways i mean we're not meant to i know we're sitting here having this conversation sitting down behind screens but like this is not like why why we were created right we were yeah. meant to do things and be things and experience things, and so I like to think of this grounding practice as just like re-energizing yourself, re-grounding yourself, re-centering yourself, rebalancing yourself, and getting into a state of gratitude. And so, if you can start to do like a chain of gratitude thoughts, that will immediately shift your your vibration, your emotional frequency. And it can literally be like, I'm thankful for this breath. I'm thankful for the birds in the sky. I'm thankful for the sun on my skin. I'm thankful for the roof over my head. I'm thankful for the clothes on my back. And you just start listing all of the things that we typically take for granted every single day and just get back into a, like, the only thing that matters is the here and now, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. That's really good. Um, My affirmations, I actually... That's the one place I feel like I'm actually one of the strongest is I have some wild ones, but they make me feel excited. Like they make me feel like I can show up for the day. I think the space that I struggle with the most, and I think it's a space that everyone struggles with That Sometimes we don't even realize it because it's so contagious. The energy is other fucking people's shit. So Mm -hmm. can we talk about that for a second? Um, Because I think I saw the best quote the other day. It was like, If you don't want to be judged, don't do anything, don't be anything. And I was like, yes, straight through my heart. Because I was like, anytime you make a decision for yourself or anytime you do something that's scary or out of the normal of society. Like I know you were talking about this, about when people ask you what you do for a living and things like that, it immediately kicks up everyone else's shit. Mm -hmm. And when I was really had to work through that, like really, really hard to even get to the space where I could start my own business because me telling other people I want to start my own business wasn't hard for me because I truly believe in it. Even when I didn't know what the business was, it was everyone's fucking response back to me that was fucking with me. It was like their insecurities, their 401k problems, their retirement goals. And I was like, but they're not my goals. You don't even live in my house. And my husband's fine with it and I'm fine with it. So why do you care so much? But I was hyper aware of this because I was doing something new. But I think a lot of times people don't even realize that they're just sucking in other people's energy. So I would love to talk about like just, in, you know, how you can identify if someone's an energy vampire for you. And then what are like two or three easy things to shift? Because some of them are people in our lives that we can't just always cut off, right? Like maybe it's someone really close to you, like a family member. And I'm sure there's some tips and tricks on how to deal with it.
1: So one of the biggest things, and I say this to people all the time, because we have a level of expectation for those in our lives to be supportive of us. And we, Mm. whether or not we believe it on a conscious level, On a deeper level, we are always seeking validation in trying new things because we want somebody else's approval because we can't find that approval within ourselves, or we don't have the level of clarity or the level of um, self love, self worth, or we have a little bit of self doubt that's still surfacing. And so when you don't 1000% believe what you're doing, a lot of times when you say that to other people they pick up on that energy and they'll throw right back into your face the thing that you were like I knew they were going to say that right yeah. and so it's like a mirror um because if if one of those people let's say that you were in a room of family uh, right and you're like hey guys I'm starting this new business and it's people that you care about or people that you're acquainted with and they're like Oh my God, you're stupid. Why would you ever do that? That's so crazy. What are you going to do about money? What are you going to do about insurance? What are you going to do about retirement? And like you take their words to heart because they're people that you care about because you have emotional energy strands with these people. Now, if I place you in a different room with five or 10 people that you don't know, you don't give two shits about, there's no energetic connection. And they all said, Well, that's stupid. What are you going to do about that? You'd be like, fuck you guys. Like, I don't (laughs) care.
0: Yeah, you
1: wouldn't care. You wouldn't give it any time or energy. But because you have an emotional tie, you have an energetic connection, you have an energy strand essentially with the people that are in your life, part of you cares. And so on Mm -hmm. a deeper level, what you need to do is disconnect from those people energetically. This is where you set boundaries with them. Um, And there's several ways that you can do this. But one is you have to embody in a a, a level of self-confidence to where you don't care what other people think. And so I always tell people, when you say these, your desires, your hopes, your dreams to those that you care most about, share it with them. Yes. But also don't bring your level of expectation of how they should support you. Okay, Because if they're not in that same exact arena, they're not going to know how to support you anyways. That's a they're good point. not. Good point. And so when you put a level of expectation of support on say a mom or a dad, a brother, sister, whoever, and they don't know how to support you, what happens when you put somebody in an uncomfortable position? They project. They're just doing what you train them to do energetically and you don't even know it. And you're like, why don't you support me? Well, even if they wanted to support you, they wouldn't know how, you know?
0: Oh, God, that was the truth bomb of the year, <laughs> Sasha.
1: <laughs> I know this because I've had to cut a lot of ties with people <clears throat> and I've had to seek support and I've had to get creative on how I seek support because I have, I don't want to say like surpassed because I, I feel like everybody's on their own journey, right? Yes. You just have to love people where they're at. And that's another thing is loving people where they're at. Not everybody has the same goals. Not everybody is working on financial freedom. Not everybody wants a business. Not everybody wants a house or kids or marriage or vacate. Like, not everybody wants those things. And you have to be okay with that. This is where you have to sit with your own shit and let them sit with their own shit. Okay. Damn it. So it's still back to my shit, Then (laughs) it's always, anytime somebody's dropping stuff on you, it's a time for you to ask yourself, how am I projecting? How am I being a mirror to this person? And so, um, either you're projecting onto them or they are seeing something within you that they desire. And so it's triggering them and it's Mm -hmm. usually one or the other. And so when you can hold your own energy without letting it leak into other people and expecting them to validate Mm -hmm. you and support you, they won't feel the pressure. Right. And so now I can have conversations with friends, family, loved ones. And I don't even, I don't have, I don't even feel like I have to talk about business. You know, if they ask me about it, I'm like, yeah, business is going great, but they don't need to know my goals, my wants, my dreams. They don't need to know any of those things unless they specifically ask for it. But if I'm like, Hey guys, I'm going to run a marathon. This is what I'm going to do. And everybody says, you're crazy. Well, why would I even tell them if they weren't also in the marathon arena, right? They're going to all think that that's nuts. Or, you know, if they're in their own energy bubble, their own energy container, and they have a balanced energy about them, then they're going to be like, great. Good for you. That's not interest of me. And you're going to be able to move on. And so this is where everybody has to work through their own emotional stuff. Um, but you can cut ties quote unquote, cut ties with people energetically without doing it physically. And so how you do this, there's cord cutting meditations, um, Building your own confidence muscle, building your own intuition muscle, listening to yourself, your inner self, that highest self, badass self, going back to what we talked about in the beginning. Um, finding a support team that actually is where you're at or farther to help bring you to that next level, right? to to validate you, to encourage you, to support you. And sometimes, you know, you just have to, Like I said, love people where they're at. Learn how to bless and release.
0: Mm. I need to learn. It's my shadow work to do, which I've been doing all my full moon. Yes. (laughs) All my full moon journaling on last time was like the judgment piece in me. Like I think also being that achiever, I don't, I cannot understand how people just don't want these like things in life i'm like how do you not want this? <laughs> like why why are you okay with that and that's my husband always says like we're perfect opposites in this and he's like you just have to love them where they're at but it's different when you say it than when he says it <laughs> well i know and that's why i had to like work with people or a coach or things
1: like that because my husband would say something and i'd be like this is probably too much but i'd be like just go fuck yourself leave me alone like <laughs> yeah. i would get so mad i'm like yes. who do you think you are but i think it's because again you're in two different spaces. And if we want to get into like the energy behind things, masculine energy versus feminine energy. And I'm actually, while I'm a female, I have a very masculine energy about me. And even like my husband, he's obviously a male, but he has, (laughs) he's got a feminine side to him too. And so sometimes when he like, when that comes out, I attack that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's like my shadow self that I'm working on. And so sometimes when you hear it from another person in a different way, it starts to click. And This is where, you know, people get in their own head about like building a community or building business or a team or anything like that. They're like, oh, it's already been done before. I'm like, yeah, but have you done it before? Because you Mm -hmm. are your own unique person. You've had your own experiences. You have your own emotional vibration. You have different ways to connect with other people than say this person, this person, this person, this person. You can teach the same thing. You can have 400 people teaching the same thing. Everybody's going to hear it differently.
0: Yeah. And yeah, because like, I'm so attracted to the way that you teach manifestation because it is a really big energy and I like that. So it, someone else just couldn't get to me the same way. And that's, I I, I I, need you to beat the desk some more because the more you beat the desk, the more I'm listening. I'm like, okay, Sasha is talking, pay attention. (laughs) I get so
1: like, so excited. and It's so funny because I can talk for hours. And so, and this is another thing with manifestation and law of attraction Because we want to get in the state of bliss more of the time where time is flying by. Like you guys Mm -hmm. know, like when we talk about vacation, you're like, all of a sudden the vacation is here and the vacation is gone because we were living in what were they called Kronos time. And it's like a time of flow. It's a time of ease. It's a time of happiness. And you're not looking at the clock 24 seven. You're not counting down to the next thing. You're just in the moment. And so I live my life in Kronos time more of the time. I mean, obviously, there's parts of like linear time. Like, we had to be at this call at the certain yeah. time, or I have to pick the kids up at a certain time. Like, there's parts of the linear time that like our society very much operates on. But in order to attract more things into your life, you want to be in a state of chronos, in a state of bliss, in a state of like, oh my gosh, time is flying by. I'm having so much fun. And so, if you can just have more fun, more joy, more of the time, you'll be at a place where you'll attract more things. And the universe, God, source, whatever you believe in, reward those who are in a state of bliss. You know, it's the the concept of when it rains, it pours. Yeah. So when bad things happen, more bad things happen. Or you can say, the better it gets, the better it gets. And so I like to visualize like the universe or God or source or whatever higher power you believe in, divine Use whatever phrase you want because there's similarities throughout every religion and every belief system. I've been doing a lot of research on this. and A lot of the concepts are very same. They all want you to embody love and gratitude, right? And help thy neighbor. Um, so let's say that the universe is this woman and she's watching two people. Okay. One over here is having a pity party. Poor me. Everything sucks. Nothing is handed to me. Da, 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 da. And then there's this other person over here. That's like, I love the grass. I love the sun. I'm just happy to be alive. And she has something to gift to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, well, this person's already enjoying life. Like I'm going to give it to them because they're already they're they're already having it. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you, but if I give this to you, you're probably going to complain about it anyways. You know? And so what party do you want to join? Do you want to join the pity party or do you want to join the fun party? You know?
0: That's a really good analogy. Um, two things. The universe is definitely a woman. I know that for a fact. <laughs> the second thing, that's so good because I was just telling my husband and I think if you want to even break it down to like, everyday stuff. Like when something really good happens in your life, you have two sets of friends. There's always that one friend who reacts and makes you feel like a million bucks. And I love telling that friend everything. Cause no matter what it is, no matter where she's at in her life, she's going to be like, Oh my God, she's screaming and clapping and jumping. And then you have the other friend who maybe is not exactly where they want to be or whatever their life situation. Maybe they are, but they can you know for the life of them. They just don't give you like that. You're like, but no, I'm so happy. <laughs> like, how can you not be They're Like, that's good. No, cool <laughs> yeah it's really great let me go finish this ig live real quick <laughs> that's, but so that's exactly
1: it it's like who mm-hmm. do you want to hang out with more and like people want to go where the party's at you know maybe not that. everybody i mean but um you know because there's like whole personality types and introvert and extrovert and stuff like that but the universe will reward people who are already out there doing the things Right. And so it's just, and that's your validation. Like that's the validation that you seek because people always ask me, well, how do I know if the law of attraction is working? And and so I say to them, like, well, how do you feel? Are you having fun? Do you enjoy Mm -hmm. where you're at? And they're like, yeah, I just got this. I got this. I got this. I'm like, sweet. Then it's working. Or if they're like, well, no. And then they start to go down the rabbit hole and you can spiral up or you can spiral down. Mm -hmm. And so when, if I catch a spiral down, I say, okay, Stop. Contrast is the beauty of life. And so I, I hate to say like that like manifestation is just all fun and games. I mean, once you get to that place, like a lot of times it is, but let's be real: we're humans, we have emotions, we have peaks and valleys, and all these kinds of things, right? And so you have to bring awareness to the contrast, whatever you're experiencing in life right now, that level of discomfort, that shadow self, that that darkness, whatever that is embrace that because it's not going to stay like that forever. And that's actually inspiration, motivation. It's you creating what it is that you truly desire. And until you can experience that contrast, you would never even know what you want. So these people who are like, I'm working on financial freedom. Why are you working on that? Probably because you had the contrast of so much debt. that that made you feel weighed, felt weighed down. Or those who are working on like physical fitness, there's probably a reason why you're working on helping yourself because you've had that extra weight or you've had that really shitty eating habits and you want to feel better. And so you have to experience that contrast to even know what it is that you desire. And so I always like to help people shift their mindset around the discomfort that they're experiencing and write an appreciation list for those things. Like I appreciate Mm. that I had debt because now I know what it's like to have that. And I
0: don't ever Mm want to feel that way again. That's really good. I really like that. And um, I'm PMSing. So I'm going to like do that this week. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm working on making that a healthier part of my life because that's my big focus right now. Um, So speaking of chronos time and linear time, like, holy shit, I love podcasting because I totally feel like I get in that flow. And then I'm like, oh my God, it's been an hour already and I can keep going. Mm -hmm you dropped so many gems. So I want to let everyone digest that. But before I let you go, I have one more question for you. And I know I've asked you this personally, like too many times to count, but I think one of the best ways to begin any like new thing or to start expanding your mind is through reading. And I know you're a big, big reader. So I wanted to know if you could drop your top three books right now, manifestation, make just being a badass bitch, whatever they are, like what are your top three all time books right now that if anyone's listening and they're like, okay, I'm going to start reading at least 10 minutes every day. Like that's my first step what would be your go-to books for them and I'm writing
1: <laughs> um so well the books that i'm reading right now have nothing to do with manifestation but for okay. those of you no it's like i'm totally into like living off the grid and sustainability and things like that so i'm like binging all of those books right now but for law of attraction Um, one that I really like, I think everybody should read the secret. It's just some success stories. That's a very basic book for people to get started. Um, another one would be the magic, and this is a 30 day, journal prompt. Um, It has different action steps that you can take. So basically you read like a a chapter a day and they're short chapters. They're like four to 10 pages long, Um, but it has an action step to help you manifest quicker. So I would say the secret, the magic, and then um, just the regular law of attraction by Abraham Hicks. Um and then anybody who's working on money stuff, a happy pocket full of money. Yes. I just read um I read it twice actually and I really enjoyed that one. Um Abraham Hicks, they have a law of attraction and money, money and law of attraction book too. Um another one that actually is is about like law of Attra- I have so many books. Another gal that I do enjoy though is like Jensen Cerro, Jensen Cerro. Um she's more of like personal development but there is a lot of law of attraction techniques in there. And so you are a badass is a really great book to like help build your confidence, step into that self that you you want to become. Um, and then the, also, you are a badass at making money. There's a lot of like money affirmations, money steps in there for folks to start taking action. And so um, those are probably like my go-to. I mean, I probably have
0: a list of like 40 or 50, but we'll just stop there. <laughs> oh, those are good. Those two money books I can vouch are game changers. Mm-hmm. That "You Are a Badass at Making Money" is funny and easy yes, read. Like that's a great place to start. Start a happy pocket full of money will fucking change your life. Yeah, <laughs> I love that book. So I'm going to have to get... I don't have any of the Law Attraction books. So I'm going to add that to my... Um, hick Abraham Hicks has a ton. Rhonda
1: Brines. Rhonda Burns. I can't remember how you pronounce her name. She's the one that started The Secret. And it's kind of funny because there's some tension between those two people. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh, very much so. But anyways, I just... I love binging anything Law of Attraction. And so um, those are like probably the most common that people hear of. So The Secret, The Magic, um, The Power um law of attraction law of attraction and making money um there's like another one the uh power of emotions
0: that's another law of attraction book so those are so good all right sasha you're the best um where can everybody find you
1: Um, I hang out on Instagram a lot. So you can find me, Sasha.Davis, S-A-U-S-H-A dot D-A-V-I-S. You can also check me out at my website, SashaDavis.com. I have my 90-day manifest program, Manifest Your Dream Life program um, that is going on right now for anybody who is looking to really like take that next step, that next level. Um, And you can find me on the podcast, Manifest with Sasha um, or The Sasha Show. Just kind of... Sasha Davis podcast kind of depends on where you find it at. So just put in Sasha Davis. I'm sure it'll come up.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And I love your podcast. So that's a definite resource that everyone needs to, um, go grab. Awesome lady. Thank you for hanging out with me today. It was amazing. Thanks for having me. This was lots of fun. (laughs)